0: Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 953, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Uh she finally. She finally did it. The wife. No, not not leave me. No, she finally. She finally uh, convinced me to at least start looking for a new vehicle for her. We're going to be going to Harvey Car Company here soon. So she found something she likes over there. So that's happening. <laughs> so go, go ahead and tell them that I said hi when, when you go with the Harvey Car Company, and I will see them soon. Um, all right, so big news of the day, the mask mandate situation. We're going to talk about it on a local level. We're also going to talk about it on the national level. We'll do the national level first and kind of explain what's going on. Uh, Joe Biden and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, What do they do here? Uh, Basically, the way that the article is being written in Breitbart is that they stole the thunder from the January 6th commission. I have some things to say about that today, including calling one of the Capitol Police officers a bald-faced liar. And I'll get into that why uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, So anyway, what ended up happening is they have... Um, they, they've they now recommended that you wear, you wear masks, okay? So uh, you're supposed to have a mask on no matter what, and uh, whether you're vaccinated or not doesn't really matter. They're changing their guidelines on all of this stuff again, uh, and this is all because of Delta. So if you follow me on social media, whether it is on Parler, on Gab, on Getter, on Facebook, I posted a picture today, and this was the current up-to-date, as of yesterday, covid death number okay now this is this is basically the daily deaths and the seven day average now the reason that i posted that is because when you see the chart you understand that a lot of what you're being fed is not accurate our case is up yes they are up from what they were last month they are down comparatively for the whole pandemic all right but they are up from june and that doesn't mean that they won't continue to rise. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have another wave that, that ends up getting like it was last fall as we approach cooler weather. It's it's always possible, okay? But I've told you before that, you know, the likelihood of, of people getting sick was going to go up. And this is just, this is basic, you know, it's not immunology. It's like basically virology and that sort of thing. Um, once you get to a point where, the target demographic for the virus is now basically immune because they've been infected or what have you. Uh, It starts looking for new hosts. And to do that, the virus has to mutate and the virus has to mutate to where it not only can reproduce itself, find more hosts, more stable hosts, not eradicate itself, not kill its host because remember, virus doesn't want to kill its host. Um, And that's where you get the more infectious, less deadly variants like what Delta is. And Delta is less deadly period, end of story. There isn't any data that exists that says otherwise. All of the data says that it's less deadly, but it is more infectious. And we're seeing that it's more infectious. At least it's more infectious for certain people. That's also out there that a lot of people are not paying attention to. It's not necessarily more infectious for everybody, but it is more infectious for certain people. Um, and they still there's the jury is still out on whether or not it actually is more infectious. But generally speaking, looking at the anecdotal uh, evidence, it does appear to be uh, more infectious, at least comparatively to the other ones, because this one will infect younger people at higher rates than the previous versions. And it will break through the vaccines to an extent. Okay, so a lot of the vaccines that we're finding are, you know, they're still somewhat effective for most of them, not the Johnson and Johnson. That's completely and totally ineffective. Uh, but Pfizer and Moderna do appear to be fighting off Delta variants, um, at least somewhat in the testing. But again, a lot of that testing is new. It's not peer reviewed. They're still looking at it. It's, you know, it's all preliminary, just so you understand. Now, what has happened is the CDC, again, changing their guidelines. They want everybody to wear masks, whether you're vaccinated or not, you know, coming back into the school season. Uh, they want people to wear masks in spite of the fact that Right now, at this point, the last several studies that have come out have been masks are bad for kids. There isn't one that says they're good. And that's, you know, imperative that everybody kind of understands. So we're at a, we're at a point now where we have recommendations being made, not just at the federal level, but also being made at the local level, including here in town, to put a mask on your kid for the entire day that they're at school. When the last three studies on this that have been released have shown that there is a Detriment and an unhealthy side effect of doing that. And again, those studies, they get retracted within a couple of days, not because of merit, not because of scientific information, not because there was something that was discovered in their methodology or because they were deceptive or anything like that. And I'll get into that. It's purely political. And so you have to ask yourself, why is it that all of these studies that come out to contradict what the recommendations are, and the recommendations are the same recommendations that we've always had which didn't prevent the first the first wave, the second wave or the third wave. They didn't prevent any of them. And the reason they didn't prevent any of them is because well, it doesn't do it doesn't do what they say it's doing. And any any basic level intellect can take a step back and take a look at this and say when you look at the actual data that everything that we have recommended doing has not worked. Now, unfortunately, because we live in a propagandist society welcome to 1984 what has happened is people have been brainwashed into thinking that the reason the steps aren't working is because there's those who are not doing the steps but we have highlighted the percentage of americans who have worn masks and compliance with the guidelines and socially distanced and all of that who followed the rules And the vast majority of people who have died from this pandemic have been people who are following the guidelines as they were presented to the public by health officials. So the guidelines that the health officials have been proposing, while most of the time, especially at the initial stage, I would say were well-meaning, were ineffective and didn't work. But they didn't have another option. So once again, with the Delta variant, we're back to where we were. They don't have any other options. So they got to tell you to wear a mask. They were gonna tell you to get vaccinated, but getting vaccinated, guess what? It's not working for a lot of folks. You start looking at at some of the numbers that are out there. We went over this yesterday. Massachusetts, 69% of current infections are fully vaccinated people. New Jersey, it's over 40%. You look at Israel, 50%. It was 40% last week. It's now 50% of all new infections are fully vaccinated people, and they were vaccinated with Pfizer. If you look at the UK, it's over, it's over 60%. And of course, the UK uses a different vaccine. But you start to look at this, And every state's going to be a little bit different and you know, we still haven't got the data sets yet that show which which vaccines are having the higher rates of breakthrough or anything else. What we do know is that Johnson and Johnson doesn't appear to work at all Uh, this. The the research is showing, again, preliminary, but the research is showing that it's the Delta variant just breaks right through the Johnson and Johnson. Johnson Johnson's basically it's like you never had a shot. Uh, So there's a lot of folks out there who chose the Johnson and Johnson because it was the quicker, easier option. and We don't know like which states, you know, perhaps, as I said this before, maybe Massachusetts is having such an issue with breakthroughs because Massachusetts, for some reason, chose Johnson and Johnson over the other two vaccines in in mass. And maybe that's where those breakthroughs are happening. We don't know yet. As time goes on, we'll see that. But again, if you look at the reason I bring up Israel is, is two things. One, Israel is studying this. They're studying at a government level. So there's no think tank doing it or anything like that. It is literally the Ministry of Health in Israel that's studying it. And Israel can serve as a great test group because Israel only used Pfizer. So if nothing else, we can look at the Pfizer vaccine and how it deals with Delta by looking at Israel better than probably any other place on Earth. And so and and of course, they're very scientifically and medically advanced. So that also helps. So again, uh, they are they're reversing a decision made just two months ago, Center for Disease Control and Prevention is expected to recommend that people are vaccinated for coronavirus resume wearing masks indoors in certain areas of the country. Um, now that has led to some changes locally, which are going to affect your kids. We're going to talk about that and why uh, this is still a mistake. All of that coming up, Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. How COVID cases have surged in one particular area of the country. Any guesses where that might be, Josh? New guy. Recent, what What's that? Uh, Texas, kind of. Kind of. Not Mexico, but the border. The border with Mexico. Isn't it weird? So we've, we've really got a lot of surges in COVID cases in two spots in the country. We, we talked about one of them yesterday. Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard. These very expensive liberal hot spots and vacation spots. There's huge numbers of COVID cases there. Somebody needs to tell those liberals to get vaccinated Uh, and then all along the southern border where in in one sector, the Rio Grande sector, there's been a 900 percent increase in covid positive illegal immigrants who have come across the border there. And it's so weird. It's so strange that all of these folks coming in from the third world, many, many whose country is still months behind us in in the state of covid infections in their country. Uh, So they're still in an upswing in many of those countries. It's kind of weird how they have COVID and they're bringing it into the United States, and and somehow you and your your little darling child are being blamed for everything. The reality is you could probably explain away most of the, air quote, surge. I wouldn't call it a surge in cases. If you look at the data, it's really not a surge yet. Um, But I I would expect that most of the so-called surge that we are experiencing in COVID cases right now are because people who have come to the United States have infected somebody domestically. That appears to be how this is happening, at least in large swaths of the country. It's not universal. It's not 100 percent of them. I'm just saying I I find that to be interesting. And I would love to see the data like we had with tuberculosis a few years back. I would love to see the data on where outbreaks are in relation to where illegal immigrants have been bussed and flown in the United States because they've, many of them have been actually flown and bussed across the United States from the border. And it would be interesting to see if there are outbreaks in those areas right around where that happened, which is what we had with tuberculosis many years ago under the Obama administration. Uh, so the CDC is recommending every student K through 12 wear a mask while at school. Local um, Local places, obviously, local school districts have... Have now adjusted some of their logic on that. Yesterday, the South Bend schools decided to go ahead and require masks again. So, the South Bend School Corporation will have a mask mandate. Uh, let's see, pre-K to fifth grade will have to wear masks. Mask will be mandatory uh, mandatory for elementary level. They're only, uh, see, they're the only students. So, apparently, elementary school students are the only ones that are really going to get this mandate. That's interesting. Uh, And probably because of the vaccination age. So in South Bend schools, pre-K to fifth grade, pre-K is, you know, earlier than five. So pre-K to fifth grade, uh, they will, they will also be mandatory for the elementary school level. Um, So again, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Goshen last we heard was not going to require masks, but Uh, We'll see how that changes with the CDC guidance changing today. So you assume at some point in time, that there's going to be a shift in that. Uh, Last we had heard was that Elkhart was not going to require them. But again, with the CDC recommending it, you assume that most of these places, which are uh, run by loyal lambs, they will go ahead and do that. Now, the reason that that there's this, you know, is an issue. First of all, the teachers unions have really pushed for this. The teachers unions have been pressuring the CDC and the Biden administration for an extended period of time for masks. Um, they they have gotten their way. Uh, there's an article from Kyle Olson about this. Teachers unions in several states are continuing to push for mandatory masks and vaccines for students while demanding the right to choose for adults. The Hawaii State Department of Health issued guidance for public schools, according to Hawaii News Now, uh, promotes but does not require COVID-19 vaccines as core essential strategy. See social distancing is a key mitigation strategy and recommends universal mask wearing indoors and when in groups outdoors. Um, So that's just one state. I don't need to go through a bunch. We've talked about the teachers union angle on this for a long time. But here's the thing. The last three studies that have studied kids in school with masks have shown that there is a negative harmful effect to children wearing masks in school. And the last one was probably the most robust study on it. And JAMA, JAMA retracted that study. But JAMA didn't retract that study because there was a problem with the study. JAMA retracted that study simply because they felt there could be a negative public health consequence. So they didn't even, this is another thing too, because I've seen some people go, well, you know, because this all got censored. YouTube took all my videos down on this. Um, I've had Facebook censor posts on this as well. I was just telling you what the study was showing. Now, again, this is a pretty robust study. We went over the study on the show. We talked about it. And every Facebook was going around and taking down posts and saying the study wasn't wasn't uh, was misinformation. The study at the time was still published, hadn't been retracted at all. And then all of a sudden, JAMA, which is the medical journal, all of a sudden, JAMA comes out and retracts the study on their own. The, The authors of the study didn't. The researchers didn't. And JAMA's reason for retracting it had nothing to do with what the study results were, had nothing to do with the science behind it, the methodology behind it or anything. So occasionally what you'll run into is you'll run into somebody online who's like, oh, that study was retracted. Well, it wasn't retracted on merit. It was retracted because of politics. And that's even what the lead author is saying. We've talked about this before. I just want to remind everybody. Your kids are having to put masks on again because of politics, not science. And there might be a negative consequence to that. That's the problem. The lead author of a study that found dangerously high levels of inhaled carbon dioxide in German mass school children is crying foul after a prestigious journal that published the study retracted it. Harold Wallach told Just the News that editors at the Journal of the American Medical Association and JAMA Pediatrics did not tell him how he failed to provide, in their words, uh, in, in the words of the retraction notice, sufficiently convincing evidence in response to criticism of the study. I would actually also like to see how those conclusions were reached but I am afraid that there was no solid conclusion, he wrote. So basically what he's saying is they said that he didn't provide sufficiently convincing evidence that his research was accurate. There's two previous studies that showed very similar results to what he did in other countries, but I digress. And he said they never provided any evidence that he didn't meet sufficient convincing evidence. And he said the reason that they didn't provide that is he believes it doesn't exist. Considering how fast it was retracted, The thing was published and retracted in two days, guys. Do you honestly think that JAMA in two days did research that took him months to do? They were able to pick it all apart in two days? No. This goes to the World Health Organization saying don't vaccinate your kids if they're under 18 years old, and then the very next day the World Health Organization changes the language of that. Nothing changed. There was no research that changed. There was nothing that that came up that would have altered any of that. It's purely politics. Anyway, he continues. The key phrase in the retraction notice was, and I quote, potential public health implications, which suggests the retraction was political because some people did not like our data, he said. Keep in mind, the retraction in JAMA does not rip apart his research. It does not show that his research is incorrect. It does not show that the study is false. It simply says there might be public health implications by us leaving this published, and so we're not going to publish it anymore which is exactly what several other papers have received notifications for in spite of the research on this. Now, again, I don't want any kids to get sick. The good news is that kids are relatively um, relatively well off when it comes to COVID, even the Delta variant, which is lighter on everybody. It's less dangerous for everybody, um, but kids even more so. But at the same time, we already know, we already know that putting masks on are not gonna prevent the spread of this. And that's what all of the research has shown. There isn't a single spec that says otherwise. We all know that it doesn't work. So again, what are the merits of going back to doing it, especially when you have several scientific studies that show that there might be potential, at least minimal harm when it comes to children to put the mask on when they're really in no danger of COVID anyway? So you're making their educational atmosphere less appealing. You're distracting them in class. You're potentially doing something that could risk their health while not actually protecting them from something. What logical sense does that make? It doesn't make any. That's the point. So, parents, you have some decisions to make because I assume that more school districts are going to start making these mandates here in the near future. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Casey Hendrickson. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Slight correction. I did not post the graphic that I made from the current death number um, of COVID. I didn't post that to all of my other social media. That's only on Facebook. Uh, people have now posted it on my Discord server if you want to see it that way, but facebook.com slash host, And it's, it's today's chart for COVID deaths. And if you take a look at it, it will show you, and I even have July 26th highlighted with those numbers there, Uh, If you look at it right now, debts have never been this low throughout the entire pandemic. Except for like that first week that, that in March, which was late March, where things were just getting going. They've never been this low and they have steadily declined throughout the entire, uh, the entire time that we have gone through the, you know, the fall surge, which of course ended uh, in in winter time, but since then they've gone down. There's a you know a couple of little spikes and then they went right back down again. We're at the lowest level of deaths from COVID per day and seven day average of the entire pandemic. Now, is it theoretically possible that that could change with Delta cases increasing? Sure, but I'm just letting you know where we stand now, because when they go out there and they they talk about uh, it, in fact before there was even a a little blip of a spike on the actual data they were talking about the summer surge of delta and there hadn't been a surge i don't think i would call it a surge now uh, but there has been a slight increase in cases over june but it's still less than than may you know you start looking at this stuff and it it becomes concerning how they manipulate it to scare people now again i'm not telling you that Delta is not a big deal. I'm not telling you that Delta isn't real. I'm not telling you that there isn't an increase in cases or anything like that. It certainly is. Uh, But when they're out there telling you that, oh, you know, right now you've got people dying and you're killing people and you're doing this and you're doing that. No, that's that's not at all what is happening. And it doesn't make any sense to to go on lockdown based on the, the actual numbers that you see from cases, hospitalizations, and, and deaths. Deaths are the ones that, that matter the most. That's the number that everybody needs to be concerned with. And right now, we're at the lowest level of deaths that we have been throughout the entire pandemic for any you know extended number of weeks. Just throwing it out there. And anybody can go look at this data. It's all publicly available. I just happened to take a screenshot of it and wrote on there, It highlighted one arrow, which showed that I was looking at deaths. I made sure that t- yesterday's date was highlighted with the pop-up. And then I wrote you are here and I put an arrow right to today's date which shows that we're well below what deaths have been throughout the entire pandemic. And we know that the Delta variant is less deadly, which is a good thing. That's that's the thing. That's you know that's the positive aspect of it. We want this virus to mutate and become less deadly. We want that. That's what we want. We don't want to avoid getting it. You know, if we can, sure, but the the likelihood that we're going to get rid of COVID and never see COVID again at this point in time seems pretty unlikely. But what we want is we want it to not kill a lot of people. And we've already been over this before when, and and maybe I'll do it again at some point this week because it probably needs to happen again. You know, somebody was asking on the Facebook page, like, hey, when are we going to declare like the pandemic over and all that other stuff? and, And they asked about epidemic. Remember, the epidemic is is the infection in your country. So the United States is in an epidemic, but there is a global pandemic because it affects more than just the United States. But for, you know, nearly two months there, we were below epidemic levels in the well, a little over a month, not quite two months. We were below epidemic levels, according to the CDC's own guide, their own standard of what qualifies as an epidemic in the United States. And we were below that. And I can understand them not immediately decertifying the epidemic. I can get that because you never know if it's going to come back, right? You have have to have some longevity. I understand that. But it would have been nice if the CDC came out and said, hey, just so you all know, uh, we're currently below epidemic levels in the United States. We're going to maintain the epidemic status. And here's why. There might be another fall surge. We've got this Delta variant out there. You know, maybe we haven't met the, the threshold for vaccinations that we want. That's okay to do. There's nothing wrong with that. But they didn't. What they did is they hid from the American people that they were below epidemic levels. And as a result, I, you know, little me's got to come out here and tell you exactly what was going on. Um, and then I get labeled as misinformation for literally giving you what the CDC's website says. In their own words, me not spinning anything, me not changing anything around, literally their own words. So it's, you know, it's been frustrating, but there it, People would be more in line to buy into all of this stuff if they hadn't been misleading people for so long. They hadn't been deceiving people for so long. And they're not understanding that. And they are convinced as people like me, who has been informing people of the latest updates, who have somehow been the, the rabble rousers when I was the one who was telling you about the, the stupid disease before they were. I was the one sounding the alarms on the disease before they were. I was the one touting the vaccine when it was in development while they were telling you Trump was just trying to kill you. And somehow I'm the bad guy now. It's this gaslighting. It's kind of like they're trying to say, oh, it was Republicans who wanted to defund the police. You, did you see an article? This actually happened. I might go over this here a little bit. I think Katie Pavlish wrote an article about it yesterday. Uh, they actually tried to say over the weekend that Republicans never talked about the vaccine until now. That it was only Democrats who promoted the vaccine up until now, which is absurd it's the exact opposite but I digress I played you the montages of them blasting the vaccine maybe I need to do that again maybe, maybe we'll do that too we got more coming up 953 MNC night's 9 till midnight on Newstalk 953 Michigan's news channel your breaking news and weather station and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 953 Michigan's news channel I am your host Casey Hendrickson. We are also streaming live on rumble.com slash Casey, the host rumble.com slash Casey, the host. All right, Matt Vespa. It wasn't Katie Pavlich. My apologies. Matt Vespa, liberal reporter knows why a certain media narrative about COVID vaccine in the GOP arose this week. And, you know, again, I just want to reiterate this thing. Martha's vineyard and Cape Cod are huge, wealthy liberal places. And that's where liberals go on vacation. That's where liberals have second properties, that sort of thing. They are experiencing a surge in COVID cases. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, it's, they're not the only place, but every time there's some narrative that it's only Republicans or Trump supporters who aren't getting vaccinated, it is easily debunked by highlighting where people are having these surging cases, right? And a lot of these surging cases are breakthrough cases, too. It's important to remember that. So Matt Vespa writes, it's the Republicans, it's the Trump supporters, it's conservative media. They're the reasons why vaccination rates have stalled. No, uh, our vaccination rates right now are actually really high for COVID comparatively to vaccines in this country in general. It's it's may sad, but true. OK, but that's the reality. A new Kaiser poll found that 61% of the unvaccinated are not Republicans and they are not Trump supporters. Now, why do you think a majority of those who are unvaccinated right now are not Republican or not Trump supporters? Could it be that Kamala and Joe Biden and a bunch of other Democrats are running around telling you not to trust a Trump vaccine? Could, could that possibly be the reason? Could they just be people who are maybe in the medical field where the largest resistance to mandatory vaccinations have been is that possible too a large majority of the religious another favorite punching bag for left wingers with a moral superiority complex got at least one shot by may and and again this is this is kaiser kaiser is a left wing organization who um, you know they're responsible for pushing a lot of obamacare and everything else so i mean kaiser kaiser's a left wing group they're conducting their own polls and they find that the majority of unvaccinated people are not republicans they're not trump supporters and a majority of religious people have had at least one one shot from the vaccine so where's the narrative that it's only republicans and conservatives who are not getting vaccinated and only those religious zealots who are not getting vaccinated where's where's that it turns out that's not the case isn't that interesting let's see it continues Uh, let's yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> John Ekdahl on Twitter. I just noticed this because I'm not on Twitter anymore. Uh, but he changed his his name on Twitter to American journalist published Chinese propaganda. That's great, good for him. All right, so you know when you start looking at all of this stuff, um, Michael Tracy is a left wing journalist, but he's again he's like a Glenn Glenn Greenwald mold. He he will call it like he sees it, and he had a really good thread. A week or two ago in which he was saying look at this point in time you have you've got to stop demonizing part of the country for not getting vaccinated you have to just accept that in in this country large swaths of people choose not to get vaccinated and it's not going to do you any good we've seen that there is a split in the demographics of who's not being vaccinated there isn't one group of people that is choosing not to be vaccinated and as I have highlighted many times on this show the anti-vax movement in the United States has always been and continues to be predominantly a far left-wing movement. It is not a right-wing movement. Anti-vaxxers are liberals. That's who they are. Liberals may not want to claim them right now, but that's just a reality. So Michael Tracy, I was told high-profile Republicans only started advocating vaccine uptake within the past week because they were spooked by the stock market or something wrong he goes back and he now starts linking to all of these old articles with republicans going back to the trump administration who are pushing the vaccine the vaccine which only happened because of a republican president nobody thought it could be done he's the only one who thought it could be done fauci said it couldn't happen fauci said i believe that the quote was it was a pipe dream to get a vaccine done by the end of 2020. Trump's the guy that believed in it. And Trump believed in it because he went to the companies and the companies said they could do it. Mr. President, you got to get out of our way. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that to make it more, more feasible for us to do it. And he did. He cut that red tape. He got rid of some of that stuff. And lo and behold, we've got vaccines that work pretty darn good for the most part. Now, again, they're less effective against the Delta variant, but they still work except for Johnson and Johnson, but that, that's a whole other ballgame. It's a different type of, uh, of, uh, of shot. But Michael Tracy goes through, and on this entire thread, he's, just, he's posting all of these examples going back you know, two years and, and longer, where it was Republicans who were pushing the vaccine, it was Democrats who were against the vaccine, Democrats were scaring people about the vaccine because they had to win elections, don't trust the vaccine, don't do this, don't do that, Trump is just trying to kill people. You know, I wouldn't trust anything that Trump designed himself because they were basically presenting as if Trump was the guy that was developing the vaccine and not these companies with all these scientists, you know, but now the gaslighting has started officially. They're trying to tell you it's only Republicans and conservatives who haven't been vaccinated. That's not true. Even left wing Kaiser says it's not true. And now they're trying to say that Republicans haven't promoted the vaccine at all until just this week because of the stock market, which is also 100 percent a lie. But it. When you live in an echo chamber, it's real easy to continue to spread this stuff around. Don't let them do it. Put them on defense. You go on offense. We got to talk about at least a little bit of this January 6th commission stuff today because I'm really upset with one of the cops. More coming up.